Hey, welcome back to Ideally Though. Ideally Though. I'm your host, Erica, and with me, as usual, is my hubby, my bestie, my butter bit, Scott. Here, what's up, everyone? Hope y'all well out there. Yesterday was 420. Ah, beautiful holiday. I hope everybody had a good, a good 420. I definitely did. <laughs> Do they have, like, I guess, like, raffles and things at, like, dispensaries? Oh, dude, yes. There's so many, and... Uh, over at the one that we live by, my my usual spot, um, I got like they got like a good reward system. So I'm like high up there on the list since we've been going there, or at least we, I, <laughs> have been going there for so long. Uh, I, I'm like ambassador level there, so like, like I get like deals and things all the time. So yeah, it was a lot of coupons, lots of coupons. <laughs> Well, you know, this month has been kind of crazy. So not a lot of good stuff been going on in the media. Uh, weird. Not, not the greatest of things. There are some stuff. Like earlier this month, we had LSU, the women's basketball team, defeat Iowa. That was really good. That was our first championship. Yeah, shouts out. NCAA shouts championship. Out. Yeah, shouts out and congrats. I think they won 102 to 85. So that was good. Yeah, that's like incredible uh and what what really amazes me is um not only the controversy behind a lot of that stuff right yeah you know like dave portnoy uh and the other white nigga who did the thing where it said that they were like classless pieces of shit and ghetto and all that stuff and it's like it's really uh a shame that we hold or allow the men in the NBA talk all the stuff, talk all the smack. You know what I mean? Like really, like say what they want to say and act how they want to act on the court. I mean, to a certain extent, of course, people get like you know flags and fouls and all that good stuff, right? But like to the same degree, the women got to be prim and proper on the court when it's a competitive sport. Like I don't understand that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like the men get to have the banter. They get to go back and forth. But women are supposed to be all, like you said, it's like prim and prim proper. Prim and proper, so, and it makes no sense. I mean, I did see, like, what's her name? Kathleen Kathleen Clark. She was doing the whole John Cena thing. And they were like, oh, I don't know what that means. But then when Angel Reese does this, like, yeah, you're hood. You're, you're ghetto. ghetto. Yeah. Un, you know, not sportsmanlike behavior. Trashy. Right. So that was like a big back and forth at the beginning of the month yeah for and, sure um, i mean it, uh, not, just to overshadow the fact that like they blew out like first off for women's sports like viewing masses it was like 9.3 or like 9.9 .9 million people viewing that game yeah it was like record breaking that's crazy it is you know and the fact that they won it's mostly uh black women on this team you know what i'm saying right like it's it's a real Big things going on, history-making things going on right now that are going to bring a lot more attention to these women and collegiate sports, women's collegiate sports overall, ho hopefully women's sports overall. And we're just going to overshadow the fact that these, these ignorant people say these ignorant things. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think what got me as well was that, you know, we worked so hard. This is our first title. We bring it home, you know, and then – you get told by the uh, president's wife, like, oh, I think you guys did 
you both did well. I think you guys should both come. Like, we're not going to be giving participation awards out. And, and that's something that doesn't happen in the history of right. like, sports. We just if you we don't win, do that. you go to the White House. If you lose, nice job. It's not a, a, you know. Yeah, great job to both competitors, but the winners get to come here. Right. So, you know, Angel Reese was like, nah, never mind. No, nah, we good. You know, because yeah. we never, you guys never done that. So why do it now? It's we worked that, our butt off. It's that shitty participation trophy shit that they're doing. You know what I mean? Like where everyone is a winner. And that's not the case every time. Somebody got to yeah. lose. You know, to get the grit to want to win again. You know what I mean? Or try to win or attempt to win next time. So And, yeah, and the, with the climate of our country, it's like it's looking very much like, oh, the black girls won finally. But, you know, we really it look racial. It looks racial. So yeah. it's like you have to be mindful of the things you say because it kind of comes off a little like, oh, now we want to do uh, participation awards. Yeah. You know, y'all never did that before. It doesn't happen, and now you want to on this certain occasion. Right. Just, it, it's very um, um, oblivious. You know what I mean? Right, absolutely. If it wasn't, if it wasn't on purpose, it, it was very – you didn't read the room real well. But, that I, one. you know, I, I believe that uh, President Biden did go ahead and kind of correct himself and said, you know what, no, we'll just have, you know, LSU come to the was White it, House. Was it – didn't the LSU deny at one point? Well, Angel Reese denied on behalf <laughs> That's gangster of hell. LSU, and then LSU they actually came out and said, "No, no, we'll accept." Right. I don't believe there's been a date set for them to go to the White House yet, but they kind of corrected themselves and said, "Hey, no, we'll accept the okay. uh, invite." Yeah, that's that's even else. more gangster. Like stand on your ground, but then when they go, you go, "All right, we'll take this opportunity now." You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean because like, gangster. Angel Reese doesn't speak for the whole team, so as you know, you gotta okay, you know, if they didn't correct them, themselves and say, "Okay, no, we'll just have LSU come," then yeah, I can see it being like, "Yeah, she does speak for us," you know, because it's not right. So I mean, I think the team had to kind of the association had to kind of correct itself and just say, no, no, we'll accept it since you guys have decided to, in a sense, apologize and, you know, only have LSU invited to the White House. Right. So, I mean, I haven't heard any more about it, but it was blowing up at the beginning of the month. These people, these women are getting deals and they are comfortably staying where they are from what I've seen. Um Meaning they're gonna, you know, still play. There's not, they're not looking to move over into the, uh, you know, professional sports realm. They'll stay at the collegiate realm right now. You know what I mean? And they're looking to continue to be just hard asses in the paint. And I appreciate the work ethic and the tenacity. Congrats again. Yeah, absolutely. I love that they get paid now. That was a big thing. Like, yeah, they make a you deal. You get in trouble, get suspended. But they deserve, if everyone else can make money off their back, why can't they feed their family? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's good that college people are making some type of bank in, in that type of shit because you're making enough money for the universities as a whole anyway, right? Right. Your jersey probably sell a lot. Make some money right. off it's of it. It's like you everybody, me? that would just piss me off that everybody around me is making money. Oh, word. And I'm broke. It would make me upset, too. Eating it would, noodles. It would, it would definitely piss me off, too. I mean, right. If I if I'm making all these buckets and you're making all this money off my jersey and I can't get, it, you know what I'm I mean? I'm so Anything. glad they changed that rule. I'm yeah, so Flauge has a a Puma deal, so I mean that just lets you know how much bank is coming in. So That's again, congratulations and shout out to them. All right. So the next thing that was really blowing up around the same time as like the LSU team winning was the Tennessee three. Did you hear about those three? House representatives in Tennessee that yeah. were 
they were still, protest- right? yeah they were protesting on the house floor about gun violence and gun reform and uh, yeah they got expelled because of breaking house decorum um when you have a thousand plus people coming in wanting to hear the issues and you're ignoring people who are like hey we put you in charge to represent us they're justin pearson justin jones and gloria johnson they're there they're actually trying to represent their district in tennessee in addition to that they're representing the district and the representative who's where the shooting happened was not there he was justin was representing his district as well and they were getting ignored yeah. So at one point, I think Justin Pearson pulled out a bullhorn, <laughs> you know, because they were getting their mics were getting turned off. So they they had no choice but just to rally on the House floor. And they know because real issues don't get even, you know, they don't even get discussed unless there's a camera around. So they took it upon themselves to go ahead and protest peacefully about gun violence and how we can reform, you know, do gun reform yeah so the question is you know where where the republican supermajority were they were they just in their decision to expel initially no uh i think we never, all know that never answer. just i get the fact that the blue horn was like is maybe like a a, a tab it could see bc this like a tad bit much but also like the filibuster is, is a tad bit much, and we've been trying to abolish that motherfucker for years, and that's what keeps people from just talking on the floors yeah, we, anyway. everybody needs a chance to speak their piece in a timely fashion, and yes. people shouldn't get ignored on the is- the real issues. Absolutely, and so uh, they were not just in what they did, and I think that their expulsions were completely um, bullshit, in my personal opinion. I mean, I mean, and it obviously was on some some level racial oh yeah absolutely because those two black gentlemen definitely are uh, are being picked on right you have all three yeah. justin pearson Ju- justin jo- uh, jones and then you have um gloria johnson all three are protesting but then only the young black men are getting expelled yeah that makes no sense yeah all three of them were participating it's it's so really definitely racist it just shows us. it shows your hand you know what i mean yeah. it shows like your your, your literal hand in, in this card game like and what you genuinely care about, um, I I feel like those two gentlemen definitely lead a, a lot more um, headway when it comes in and a lot more support um, when it comes to what they're trying to do for things. I I had I actually ended up watching Justin on the Breakfast Club, which was uh, oh, fantastic. Oh, Justin Jones uh, or Pearson Pearson uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah, uh, I was. Uh, Definitely into the interview and what he had to say. Very articulate, gentlemen. They're both the youngest to be elected. Um, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pearson's twenty-eight, Jones is twenty-seven. You're definitely going against the status quo. You know what I'm saying with ideas and how the system works now and how you want to change things. So that's definitely going to be a threat to people in those higher up seats or who have been there longer. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So uh, I, I can I can only imagine what uh, those two gentlemen go through. Yeah, on a regular basis, and expelling them, they thought would be like an easy fix of we can just shut them up. Right. I think they felt like with Gloria, she may just bow down. She's a woman. She's, 
I felt like they could play on her a little bit, but they knew that these men are not even 30. And if we continue to let them be in their seats, they're going to make an uproar. They're going to want to change. And we're, we don't want change. And we're going to hear a lot That's from them. That's a threat. Yeah, they're a threat. So let's go ahead and expel them. Thank God there's cameras and we have the media that we have now because those men will probably still be expelled. Yeah, you know, uh, really, that, you know, you say that's a really important thing you said. We had the media we have now. It's it's really important to, like, really get formulate your own opinions and get different types of, you know, ideas or at least read and research different types of things where you're looking at and stuff because misinformation is a motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and, and or, or just not getting the right info in general is a motherfucker nowadays. Uh, that's so. why, like. I think it was Justin Jones who was trying to record when they were trying to escort all the people off the gallery floor. Yeah. And then one of the representatives, like, snatched his phone and pushed him. Yeah, who, like, why are you physically assaulting me? Exactly. These are men in suits, you know, uh, making bills, you know, passing bills and things like that. Like, like, I know you guys look at them as monkeys and they shouldn't even have the place they have or the position they have. But, like, look how you guys are acting because you know that. They can make an uproar. They can make a change. Yeah. And your donors are the Tennessee Gun Association, and you don't want to rock the boat when mm-hmm. election time comes around. So that's why we're, there's no talks about gun violence and gun reform because your major donors in Tennessee, we're speaking specifically about Tennessee, are the gun association. They're the major donors. So you don't want to fix that because that's where your, your coins is at Yeah. during election time. So yeah. if you're pocketing those people's money. It's it's lobbyists when you're when you're when you're looking at following where the money you know comes from and who you know goes. It's these gun lobbyists. It's a lot of these people who are just like donating you know high level donators yeah. and you know military industrial complex peoples you know who really put money towards you know making sure armaments are available and a thing. And I am a two A lover. I love me, my guns. I have a very nice one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the right. house is protected. <laughs> and so are walls and other walls behind those walls, just in case. <laughs> you know? So, like, that's like a thing. But I also know that it's not a toy. They aren't toys. I understand that this thing is a tool. It can hurt people. Um, I, My children understand the same sentiment and have the same sentiment. And when I was given, and keyword given, my my um my gun, it was really easy for me to obtain it. Super quick. It was like a and that's literal twenty minute venture. That's the problem. We need to make it harder for exactly. people to own guns. They need to do psych evaluations, not just on people but their families. I would say uh I would say uh running it like a a, a red flag kind of law where they could look at your social media background oh, yeah, or your, your your digital foot fingerprint in one way shape or form to, they, to figure these... out some things about about you and maybe the community that you spend time in these mass shooters are leaving breadcrumbs we might as well look at their social media they low-key want to get caught yeah well, and i say you also messages. look at these psych evaluations just as much as driver's licenses if i can't operate a forklift why, why right. is it super easy to get a gun and super easy just for me to sign one over or honestly whatever the case you don't be. have a driver's Background license checks. you don't have a passport you don't have 
a job and you but you're able to get a gun that stuff don't make sense to me yeah it's it's super it's way too easy and that stuff needs to change you know and when it comes to the mental health of people you should be able to check in like a driver's license the, yep. uh, the worse your eyes get the, the more certain things demerits you get on your license until you can't drive anymore yeah they should do pop-ups too so that they can check and make sure that there is your gun is put up safely, and you shouldn't be able to get a gun until you can prove that you have a safe of some kind that is going to be secure. Like, I just have ideas. So if y'all need me, I you mean, know, I can definitely just, get all ideas, but they don't we're, want me. There's just a, we're, we're really not trying to fix the the issue. We're only treating symptoms at this oh, yeah, point absolutely. or not treating anything at all in, in most ways. I'm not going to bite the hand that feeds me. You're putting money in my pocket. I'm not going to... I mean, I know you're bad for me, but you're bad for the country, for our but kids. But I mean, at the end of the day, we need to find rich. some some bit of a, a a solution for gun reform. And I do really do applaud those two gentlemen, um, and the lady, of course, for doing the yeah, effort. Absolutely. I mean, I, not to exclude her from from any of this. You know what I mean? She's not like like uh, indirectly catching shade from this, but like these two gentlemen who are the ones who under underwent the actual expulsion. And for they have just reasoning for what they are trying to accomplish. Yeah, you know what I mean, uh, and what they're trying to be get people in their communities involved in gun reform should be a thing, and it needs to be a thing. You know, it's crazy. Um, Justin uh, Jones he was calling for uh, Cameron Sexton to get uh, um, expelled because of these comments. It's like a boys' club in there. When there's no cameras around, we need more transparency. To say while you guys are going over bills, we should bring back lynching by tree. Because they're talking about, like, bills about the firing squad and bringing back the electric chair in Tennessee. And you say stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, they both they both were reinstated, which is great. I think Justin um, Pearson, he didn't think that he was going to be reinstated because um, there's people in Nashville that were threatening the Shelby County Commissioner saying that they would not fund the $350 million sports stadium if he came back. So he wasn't even sure he was going to get his position back after Jones was reinstated because of those threats of, we're not going to give you the money, you know, just like gun reform, right? The, don't talk about it. I'm giving I'm lining your pockets. So I'm yeah. glad that. You got to follow the money. Yeah. I'm glad that they were able to vote and get them back in their seats. So. You know, good the, job, good fight, Tennessee three. Keep doing your thing. Mm -hmm. You know, no matter what people say, <laughs> keep making a difference. We're probably gonna see them later. Give us ten years; they're gonna be running for bigger offices. That was the same thing with like Obama. You know, I remember being seventeen, and my government teacher was like, "Oh yeah, this is guy trying to run for president. He's he's the governor of like uh Chicago," and I was like, "What?" Oh, okay. What's his, that name is weird. Who named their son Obama? So that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So you know, we're probably gonna hear from them soon. Yeah. So. Maybe. Yeah. It's quite possible. Um, hopes, hopes. Um, one of the next things I wanted to talk about, and uh, this came up probably last week, was the shooting of that sixteen-year-old boy, Ralph Yarl. Another one that we right. have to discuss. It's just like. You never, we're never not going to hear about black men, black people getting gunned down by Hopefully usually one day. white people. Hopefully one day. 
maybe you know we're we just got to keep the fight going you know i keep the i, I keep the faith that we will one day find some bit of re- reform because i have a I have two black children uh that i want to live peacefully in this world i yeah. would love for that to be a thing yeah absolutely you you want to feel like you can have your 16 year old accidentally knock on someone's door and not get blown by yeah. a shotgun through the door like yeah no warning this was an 84 year old man who the boy knocks on the door okay it's the wrong door and you don't give him any warning and you shoot through the door and you hit him in the head when he's on the ground you open your door and you shoot him in the arm thank god he was able to get up run and it took him three doors until somebody opened their door and to help him got him an ambulance and the police to come, come right to that's crazy. I, and I understand, you know, if somebody knocks on your door, you know, um, and you see them bloody and stuff, you're like, you're scared because you're like, A, is this a trick? Or B, is somebody following you? We're all going to get <laughs> fucked up, you know. But he he's a little guy. and He looked like a kid is what you, yeah, what you really I don't, like. He, is, he looks like a kid. Yeah, I don't see the threat. Um, a, him knocking on the door, and then B, you know, him running to knock on other people's door and after the third knock, somebody opening for him. Like, what is the threat? His skin color? Because it sure is not his height or his weight. He's not even 170 pounds. Yeah, he's a kid. He definitely looks like so, a kid. It's um, uh, the, the bystander syndrome is a thing that people experience nowadays. I'm not one of those. I'm cut from a different cloth, meaning, like, it's, you know, fight or flight. There's no freeze in there. Yeah. You either run or you fighting it out. And I'm mostly, usually the fight part. Not the best part, you know. What I mean, that's not the greatest. You want self-preservation, but mm-hmm. like still, yeah. Um, nowadays, most people don't have that. They pull out their phones, or they don't help at all. Yeah, and it's, it's that's very uh, dystopian to yeah. me. It's really dystopian to me. You know, it makes it look like we're not too far away from those times where just shit could happen in the middle of the street, and people could look at it and just walk by normally. Yeah, you know, it's like oh. Just another, like... Just another black kid getting shot. Yeah, you know, just another Tuesday. Yeah. Or whatever. And this Andrew Lester, he... They did um, put a warrant out. Andrew Lester? His name was Andrew Lester. The dude has a molester's name. Yeah. (laughs) Lester the molester. He looked racist. I don't care what nobody said. He looked racist. He got a face of a thug. Oh, man. When they took his mugshot, he had a damn bib on. Yeah, his his mugshot looks like he was like miscast for a uh, uh, Don in the Sopran- Sopranos or some he, shit. He like... looked like he was a co-founder of the Klan. Why this is kept? Because he owed his shit. But he um is being charged with first degree assault and yeah. armed criminal action. Um, his bail was set at two hundred thousand dollars, and he uh, did turn himself in, um, on Tuesday, and then a couple hours later he did bail out, um. And yeah. part of that, I guess, that bail agreement is that he cannot contact uh, Ralph or his family, and he cannot have any weapons. Yeah, so. take away his weapons and all that shit. Let's get this nigga in, uh, in, in the trial or court or some shit and, and, and figure that shit out and get him by. Get this thug behind bars. Yeah, get that thug get behind that bars. Get that thug behind bars, huh? Ralph is we need now. these criminals off the streets to make my black children more safe. More safe. Ralph is recovering at home now. Um, I think his mom had did an interview and says that, you know, he's been really quiet just sitting there and then he's just crying, you know, like silently crying. He's probably just reliving 
what happened, and yeah. now he's that, gonna that's have a to lot of trauma PTSD. that he's gonna have to go through. Yeah, he just went to go pick up his brothers accidentally, went to the wrong house, and now he's not gonna ever want to go and oh, can you go get some milk? Yeah, he changed his life forever. Yeah, it's he, he's never gonna feel safe. Changed his life forever. He, it's so unfortunate. You know, he this is, a, is uh look again. I'm gonna continue to say, you know, like I'm a I'm a two way lover. I have my my pieces. They're my beauties, but like at the same time, things need to be done to make sure that that guns are in the hands of responsible people only and out of the hands of the ones that could do some real genuine harm. Yeah. And for this man to be this old and to be this this itchy like can, on the trigger finger, yeah, there should have like been an update years ago to take those guns away. Just as much as if I get so old that I can't drive, they take my license he away. He looks like he can't drive. He looked like he used to have a pickup truck and tell his friends to come on. And they used to fr- chase black people down the street. He don't look like he's he like a good old boy. I get it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like it's it's really tragic that we have to continuously fight. Every week there's something that goes down, and we really need to make some type of change to 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 find the happiest of mediums between people who are responsibly want to be able to, A, protect their families, and also use their tools recreationally in responsible ways, and B, making sure they're not in the hands of individuals who could hurt innocent people and just other animals or other anybody innocent in general. It just it sucks. We, we need to make sure there's some changes. I think my question is I would like to know what kind of neighborhood is this because for you to just bring out your shotgun – or your gun, whatever kind of gun it is, and not, you know, you didn't say anything like, hey, who is it? What do you want? You could even say something like that. You could have peeked off the side of your window. I, I just wonder what kind of neighborhood that this man lived in or lives in. And also, um, have you encountered where somebody tried to rob you and they was little and they was like, a, they looked like they was in middle school? Because, I mean, that's what Ralph looked like. He was in middle school. So, like, what has your experience – actually, I don't really care what your experience has been because it's been better than uh, a lot of black people. So, I mean, Pretty I don't Pretty sure he's 84 and has been shot at. Yeah. So, there's that. They're protesting right now outside of his house. Good. So, I mean, hope you can sleep at night. Um, also, Ralph was a fellow marching band member. You know, he played the bass clarinet. So, shout out to Ralph. Um, I hope you can continue – your love of music, being a fellow marching band enthusiast as myself. You know, I'm a flutatist. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I hope that doesn't take away from me. I heard he was a, he's a, um, a section leader. That's awesome. Um, so, you know, and you know, black people, they love them a bass, uh, bass clarinet. I learned that being a band. Uh, but, yeah, of course, me with me, I was a flutatist. So, um <laughs> That's really all I have to say about that shooting. I mean, I've gotten a lot of updates on it, and I've let everybody know about them. But um, I hope just, you know, we'll just keep our ears, our eyes. What do they say? Eyes to the floor, ears to the ground. Is that what they say? Is that what they say? <laughs> ears, ears to the ground? I don't know. Be safe out there. You know, um, it is lit being black, um, but it's scary as shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I that like the skin valid. I'm in, but it's scary. That's true. And you only understand if you are in, if you got the skin. I'm sorry. You you won't you can you can empathize as much as you possibly can. You can watch Roots, but you ain't gonna never be able to understand unless you 
you in this this body, this skin sack. Just as much as there's generational wealth, there's generational curses that follow too. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think one of the last things I wanted to talk about, and this is more like just probably a little bit more on the positive side, more so probably for you, is the uh, whole AI stuff. Oh yeah. Um, totally forgot I brought that to your docket. Uh, mm-hmm. so the other day, uh, or maybe a week or so ago, I believe. Um, I think it was last week. Yeah, I think it might have been. It work has been so crazy that days tie together. Love. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, every month but what i do remember out of this is that i ended up hearing a um ai generated song via drake and the weekend and it wasn't mixed and mastered all the way granted but it wasn't bad and when i say the entire song lyrics the voices the beat like uh Everything, every ounce of it was 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 uh, AI generated. So nothing was genuinely copied. So, um, my I guess my question to you is: is how do you how do you feel about that? Like, and have you heard the song? I did hear like Rihanna's AI sing Beyonce and they kind of did like matchups, you know, and they did sound she did good. I'm like, five joint that was fire. I ain't gonna lie, it was fire. Yeah, but <laughs> you're taken away from the artist. And if this could continue, it's not a good, it would be bad because we can use it for evil. You can say that, oh, this person did this. Here, listen to the voice recording and it could be AI. So that's the scary part of, yeah. There's a, there's AI. already a lot of that deep fake stuff going on anyway. Uh, not if I can recall, there there like three months ago or so, or maybe a two months ago or so, there was a, a Joe Rogan ad for like these shitty dick pills or some shit like that on Amazon <laughs> that that was completely deep faked. It wasn't his voice. It was completely deep faked, and he Take acknowledged it. Like you know, they went after the company that made it and all this other stuff. Like that's going to that happen. is scary. Um, I'm I am. I am of the ilk where I can see both sides of things, so I do agree with you. There are some absolute dangers that come with the expansion of AI and how it's handling things and how people are handling it. Uh, I think there should be some some regulatory things in place uh, before we get to the point that uh, of no return into a degree. Right, absolutely. Um, you know, making sure that. We don't AI generate anything that you know involves children, you know. You know what I mean? Uh, or or maybe AI generate uh, things that can deep fake. Uh, what was was real big back in the day was revenge porn when that was a thing, right? You know, so and AI generating those types of things. You know, we need regular regulatory things to really um, comb out these niche things. Uh, that can really cause some genuine harm, um, societal yeah. levels of harm. I think the great that great example that you just used was the whole Joe Rogan thing. Like, you can use somebody's voice 
or likeliness and and have them do sex trafficking yeah. or you know yeah, you like can. marketing something that they totally go against yeah and so that proves very dangerous. that proves the duality of how amazing and how scary ai really is at the moment and, and um you know i i've mentioned to you before um just in our you know private talks um, in passing that like you know we're outside of the information now age now we entered we were outside of the information age oh, oh, a few years ago we went into the misinformation age and now we're in the age of ai yeah absolutely and um it's here to stay and i can like i said see the duality of it i see the goodness of it for people who want to continue to make money for their estates and maybe continue their legacy for things like actors but, like like actors okay. like Bruce Willis for instance you know with his de uh, degenerative uh um neuro gener generative thing or whatever he has going on of dementia or whatever yeah uh you know if he if he wanted to write or have a contract written that his estate can have his uh likeness deep faked uh in in totality for them you know uh, and yeah. putting in there what you want to have in your contract for what the, you know it could be, then you know that's beautiful because you will then secure some real deal generational wealth. They can de-age you, they let can re-age you. No, you know, do whatever you it's want. It's no with for it. me, dog, because it takes away from the authenticity of the actor. Um, also, you can give your likeness to a studio. Not knowing that they may put you in shitty movies, that's and then fair. You're taking I, I, away I, I from can agree with being, the second point. Yeah, you're taking away from me being a good actor, and I mean, Keanu Reeves has already wrote that he never wants to be defaked. That's fair. He's saying each. He said, "Drink your water and mind your business, and you're gonna stay young." That's, that's fair. basically uh, what he's saying. I don't agree with your first point only because you're thinking of how AI is like now, and that's it's just... like in, in its ultimate infancy right now. What we will more than likely do in maybe upwards of five years with AI could be something that when it comes to how uh, the authentic it could possibly be, it might be indiscernible. Um, I, I can mean, only say that because of how far I've seen video games come. As a, um, I mean, I guess as an actor myself, yeah, you also being, are right. taking away money from people's pockets. I, 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 I agree with that third point. For 10 sure. diehards, right? We can give it to someone else. So what we're going to start doing is being lazy with it and saying we don't have to pay these people. We can just do AI. And it's taken away from from actors who are used to going in for auditions and, and getting money for these parts. Why does we all that have to have Bruce Willis for 50 damn years? I don't think that means that things can't be contractually fixed on that side of things. But I that doesn't ignore that point. You know, I, yeah. if you are a top tier actor and we want you in this movie, but also we have Bruce Willis and it takes only a million dollars to make the AI, we can give you three and four. We you can know? also do so this. So it's, 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 there are some things that weigh out and there are some balances and counterpoints there. We can also not put no money towards AI and get somebody who is actually young and youthful and give them a chance to start being the next Bruce Willis or being totally, themselves. Totally. That is totally true. Half. You know, it's only circumstantial. Yeah. So that's why I say that there are those counterpoints and those cross points where contractually, if you're an actor with your contract and I don't like it because I'm going to use AI in my movie, then I don't need to use you. I can use another actor who's okay with me using AI that's in the movie. You see? So either way it goes, I see the benefits. I can see the dangers. I, I think there's more of a, 
hey, just, you know, recognize that we're here and we're in this day and age now and this stuff is here to stay. We're going to have to learn to live with it. So my mind's eye, and I've been I've been normally right about these things. My mind's eye sees uh some some real interesting things with con contracts, with smart contracts and uh and estates and using perpetuity when it they comes to deep fakes and AI later on down the because, line. Because I mean, if it takes all these tech moguls, including Elon Elon Musk, to shut it down, something is not going right. So you have to they need to make sure they take their time. I, and they I've, do what they're supposed to with AI because then it'll turn into a situation of like I, <laughs> I robot, <laughs> I am legend, anything with Will Smith in it. If you I can uh, I can agree with Elon on some things when it comes to his stances on AI when he was saying like, hey, let's let's make a push to like maybe slow down or take yeah. a pause of things because uh, this is this is more or less like, hey, let's not always constantly push the the thing out to open source for other people to use it and experiment with. We should probably get, like I said, regulatory things down first, yeah. and then we should then get a model that works that fits those regulations, and then give it to the people. Do because you right now you're just patching, just a brand new thing. It's like an app right now where it just gets updates and it gets better over time. Yeah. But it's in the wild. We should actually. I'm um, pretty sure they're doing this. Put it in the army. Like just do it. <laughs> Put it in the army first, and then I guess we can. That's, I mean, we got smart guns and shit, so that's already been been a thing for a very, very long time. Nobody need a robot in their home. Everybody don't need no damn robot. This is not the, the game, Detroit. I think that's what <laughs> we've been pushing for, and we're hoping that'll be, but if we move too fast, instead of what we always want, what humans always want is, you know, euphoria. It never turns into that. It turns into dystopia, and we're going to be living like fucking Bruce Willis and that, that girl from Resident Evil. Keep playing. Mia the uh, Yolevich. He gonna be like, what was it? Uh, Fifth Element. I love Keep that movie. Playing. Um, so you're right. I mean, there is there is a bit of that. I there's that duality. It's it's a weird infancy infancy stage. We're in a real nascent part of uh of what AI is capable and becoming. Um, and I'm excited for it. Uh, I think the your concerns about it are valid, but I think they could be in a number of years, and if not, if we don't slow it down in a year or two, <laughs> I think they would be non void with those issues we'll because see. they'll find a way to get uh, to get things settled in certain ways, shapes, or form. But yeah, that was we, my AI see. topic, basically. You you like to talk about technology? I knew you was gonna give us. You married a techie. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I'm, I mean, healthy debate, you know, because um, I don't just bow down. Be like, yeah, Gregory, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Your girl be paying attention to the news too. Yeah, you can, and I, I do appreciate your symptoms, but, but sentiments when it comes to that. But usually, when it comes to these tech things, you know I'm right. So we'll see how this goes. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> Keep talking your shit. <laughs> any last, uh, any last words of wisdom before we head out for the weekend? Stay safe. Um, you know what? I, I will say this because uh, we were you were incredibly passionate about the um, Tennessee three. Mm -hmm. um, yo, if something's going on, like write to your congressman and, and shit. Like that shit's real. Like yeah. talk to these people because they represent Email. you. It's fucking important. It's important, and we should you know we should do something about these things to keep the generations after us safe. Like there's no need to make their lives harder. Absolutely. There's no need to make our, their lives harder. 
when we can make their lives better and progressive. The fight didn't stop with Martin Luther King. It's going to continue. We just have to teach our, our youth, and we have to just be on the front They're lines. learning because those yep. two young gentlemen are doing their work. Congra uh, like Congratulations for being reinstated, and thank you. Absolutely. Not even in our state, but I appreciate the work, man. Yeah, I do too. I do want to thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, we drop our new episodes every Friday on all streaming platforms. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Yeah.